Hey everyone, welcome back or welcome to the Earth's Quarry Podcast. Today, we're going on a little bit of a journey. Um, a journey not in cars, though. Um, today's episode is going to be all about being a pedestrian and how weird that is and how being a pedestrian is weird um, in, in North American cities, in North American towns, um, and what I'm not a fan about that. Uh, so let's, let's paint the picture of, you know, what I consider the, to be the average North American person. So, um, so like growing up, you know, I was very much a car person, loved cars. Um, when I was 16 and I first got my driver's license, that was the last time I touched my bike sort of thing. And I used to love biking. We always used to go biking as kids bike around um but you know as soon as i uh as soon as i got a car bike went away bike did not come out um i own two cars quite a bit of my my life post being 16 um i guess i still technically own two cars though one of them is uh, quite on the mend um and like when i was in high school very much like i would wake up you know, even though my school is maybe like a 15, 20 minute walk, I would walk to my vehicle. I would drive it to the school. I'd walk from my vehicle to the school and uh, more or less do myself there and then drive home. And that would be my steps through the day. Um, and I and I think a lot of people are like that. You know, they uh, they, you know, get up, go to their car, drive somewhere spend the day there, drive back. And that was, you know, my, my life. Um, it was, you know, a lot of just like sitting down on the couch, uh, not being particularly active. Um, and even though there was like grocery store, well, one like a five minute walk less and probably one like another 15, 20 minute walk away, you know, getting groceries as a kid, like if I ever want anything, it'd be like, drive to the store. Um, even if it's just one or two things, it'd be like, oh, I'm gonna drive to the superstore or whatever, versus walking to the uh, the one that's close. Um, and I think for a lot of people, this is just how it is in North America. If you want to go somewhere, you, you drive there. Um, and without, without, if if you're raised in it, if that's just what you think, you're never gonna question like, is that normal? Is that okay? And uh, when I moved to the UK, I, um, well, I guess before I even moved to the UK, I was living in Saskatoon. Um, I was in a lot more of a, a quote unquote walkable neighborhood, and we'll get into that. Um, and I started walking most places. I usually only started to use my car during like the weekend. And then I got a bike and I used my car even less. Um, and when I got to the UK, I didn't even bother buying a car. I just used bikes to get everywhere. Well, bikes and public transit, um, which is obviously better near London uh, than in Prince Albert or Saskatoon. And uh, when I moved back here, I, I bought myself a car, um, quite a nice car, but I try to only use it once or twice a week. Um, I rarely use it during the week and it's just like, I don't know, 
more and more enjoyable for me. Um, but I've, I've definitely noticed since I've, I've come back, like it wasn't that weird not owning a car in the UK. Like people didn't really comment on that. It wasn't like, oh, that's kind of strange. Um, and it wasn't all that limiting. Um, but I used to think like not owning a car here was the weirdest. And I remember one of my good friends, they like didn't have a car in part of uni. And I was like, how did you survive? Um, like seen as the most foreign thing. And, and uh, another family in my elementary school, uh, like, and, and albeit these people are actually weird for other reasons. Um, but like one of the things I'd be like, oh, that's so weird. They don't know a car. Um, and I was like, you know, once now I'm like, oh, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons for that. And some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Um, but how wrong is it in society? Like why, why are we living? Why are we agreeing to be in a society? that requires a car is uh, is my issue and that's what i want to talk about in this podcast like why have we allowed ourselves to become um a place uh, a country um really a continent uh that is controlled by ford chevy and dodge and obviously there's there's more uh, car companies uh but i'm just gonna pick on the big big three american ones there um like why why um when when we know like personally i find when when i move somewhere human powered so if i if i walk somewhere you know i find it uh better i find i'm more engaged in life i'm more like focused relaxed um and and when i bike somewhere everything everything's just instantly funner um but uh, i'll try and sell you on you know walking places like later in in the the podcast here uh but first of all i just want to you know talk about like why um in in terms of statistics why why we should walk places um so because of all car cars are like legitimately expensive and uh like lower lower income earners are essentially locked out of having cars and, and working at um, the school I'm at where there's a lot of students that come from families that are low income families like you see that they just don't have a car they don't have reliable transportation and there's a lot of knock on effects about that. Um, the average price of a used car in Canada and this is a used car is uh, $36,000 and gas is over um, $2 a liter right now. And like talking to my students, um, you know, like lots of them have, I've been saying, yeah, like we don't do as much. We don't go as many places right now and I don't blame them. It's, it's too expensive to, um, and of course, on top of like just buying a car, there's the maintenance costs, there's the licensing, um, and all of that. And, you know, you need a driver's license. And for a lot of these, uh, for a lot of people especially if you're kind of transient um in well in, in north america around when you're kind of at that 15 age right you need to be in a specific location for a couple months to like do your driver's ed uh, and stuff like that and and that's not these people's fault if um if they're transient at that time it's not the kid's fault right the 15 year old 
um but the the price of cars and the price of gas really like they're gonna affect the elderly that are on pension uh that that is a fixed income uh because their income is not going up even though the cost of living is going up it um affects children whose like families don't have cars um for example like i was very blessed to you know be able to grow up and play hockey um but to get around town especially with a hockey bag like you need a car so children without that reliable transportation are, are locked out of like sports uh they might be locked out of social gatherings and stuff like that um differently abled people who like people um with different um you know accessibility requirements um they're gonna need a more expensive car you know if you're in a wheelchair or something um like you know cars are already expensive you need you need that um and it's it's like we're really being priced out i think uh via our reliance on motor vehicles right now i've read reddit posts about people like who literally can't afford to get, they get that can't afford the gas to get the work um so like something's got to change um you know the average steps for canadians a day is uh just under five thousand steps which is about 3.5 kilometers so that's not a lot of walking um on a sort of like the the bad here like you know, if you're only walking to the, you know, car um, from the parking lot to the office and, and even even as a, as a teacher, teaching can be very much a desk job. Um, like I would very much be averaging those amount of steps if uh, if I was just driving to work. And, you know, a lot of people um, already like aren't aren't that active in their in their personal life. And, you know, um, and I'll get into, you know, benefits later, but uh, it's a little bit of gym of life, which you'll hear about. And uh, in 2018, Stats Canada says 63.1% of Canadians are either overweight or obese. Um, so, you know, we're not getting a lot of steps um, and, and it's showing, it's showing in our, you know, health figures. So clearly like, Hopefully you realize like something needs to be done. You know, either we can't afford this um, or, you know, we're not healthy um, or like personally, I just don't think it's enjoyable. Um, I think we've all been like stuck in traffic. I, I think, you know, we've all experienced a little bit of road rage and stuff. And I don't think anyone is like, unless you're going on maybe that like Sunday drive you know, I, I don't think anyone like enjoys commuting. Um, I used to tell people um, when when I, you know, talk about like not driving or something, it's like, you know, I love to drive, hate commuting, um, which is true. You know, I, I think it is like kind of enjoyable to use a motor vehicle. Um, you know, they're, they're room, room, go fast. You know, that's kind of fun. Um, but is that something we should be required for to live? Um, required for to participate in society and that is the question here today um so my next little section here is like why do people drive places 
So I would say the biggest, um, the biggest reason we drive places is because of how our cities are designed in North America. Um, if you like, so for my place right now, um, if I want to walk to a grocery store, if I want to walk to Safeway, it's about a 10 minute walk there. And during that walk, um, you know, I don't have a direct route. Um, I if either have to kind of do some like weird going around stuff um, or like cut through parking lots, um, multiple parking lots. And then when I get to um, the mall in which Safeway is in, I need to cross a crossing crosswalk. And then when I get to the actual blocks the mall is on, um, I need to either walk across grass or walk on a road, um, quite a busy road, by the way, which there's no sidewalk on. Um, and then I need to walk across a parking lot uh, with no specific like way or area of like for, you know, people to walk. You just kind of walk amongst the cars, I guess, um, just to get there. And that's not comfortable. Um, also, I'm quite lucky to be within 10 minutes of, you know, a grocery store. And I definitely like, um, you know, plan that when, when I was looking at places when uh, that's part of the reason I moved into this place. But quite a few places in um, what's like suburban neighborhoods, um, you know, the old suburbia are not within a 10 minute walk from a grocery store. I remember um, hanging out my buddy's Carter's place in university and they were at least uh, you know half an hour walk to a grocery store uh, which is I would say unaccessible um, you know the average person are they gonna do an hour round trip of walking to get something at that point they're gonna drive and and even you know myself um, it's not that I'm like you know super anti-car or anything um, or like shun the automobile like Sometimes, you know, I'm even tempted. I'm like, you know, it's a 10 minute walk. It's like a 20 minute round trip um, when I could do it in, I don't know, five, you know. Um, but it's, it's easier for me to not when I can, I can just walk. Um, another thing is, you know, lack of public transit in suburbia. So the bus routes in PA are just like bad. And I would say the bus routes in all North American cities are bad, as well as very few North American cities have like a, you know, streetcars or any sort of like subway or train train line throughout the town or the city. Um, so that's another thing, like you might literally just need a car to get there. Um, like if I was going to go to a hockey game here, I legitimately don't know if the bus goes past, you know, the rink. And I don't know if the bus like goes um, goes past like or, or it runs after the hockey game. So right there, if I want to go to a hockey game, I need to use a car. Whereas like if I could take a bus, you know, I wouldn't mind walking like the five minutes to the bus stop, um, hopping on the bus, and then like catching the bus on the way home. That's not a big deal, and and I get more steps in that way as well as I'm, you know, I'm another car off the road. Um, so our cities are definitely like designed not on on the human scale, if that makes sense. 
Um, if you look at any real road in a North American city, so some of them have sidewalks or like some roads, hopefully most roads have sidewalks. I like literally not all, not all. I do a lot of walking and like lots of times I'm just like, well, I guess I'm on the road, uh, which I don't think is particularly safe, but we'll get into that. And the amount of room on the sidewalk is, you know, enough for about like two people to walk sort of shoulder to shoulder. Um, so as soon as you have more than like two people on the sidewalk, you know, someone generally has to step onto the road. Um, there's no place for bikes. Generally, there's no protected bike lanes on the road. Um, there's no specific bike path. So if you're on a bike, or you know a skateboard or something else you're you're even like more screwed um and and it's just like not designed for that everything in north america is very spaced out um we've grown our cities with something like the the, the concept is called urban sprawl so everything's really really far far apart which is i understand like great everyone has you know their single family home they have a big backyard and all that uh and love that for people but not everyone needs that um and because of our zoning laws we rarely rarely have you know like corner shops um meaning that like your access to food or groceries and stuff um is very far away so towns are like you, you would think from your house by foot you should be able to access at least a grocery store you know, to buy things, um, you know, the more things I think you can access um, from your, your place of living by foot, I'd argue is like the better place. Um, and that means, you know, we need more apartment buildings, we need more high rises and stuff like that. Um, we have so many people in and like our population is growing, which is great. But if we continue to build the way we're building, our cities are going to be gigantic. Um, and I don't think it's financially sustainable, if that makes sense. Like we're not as a city making enough money to do that. Um, and it's just like keeping people away from each other. Um, there's my Instapod beeping in the background, but I didn't stop it. That was a lot of beeps. I, I expected it to be one or two. Um, another thing I, I noticed is like, if I'm going to a friend's house, like uh, in, in the UK, like I never ever talk to anyone about, you know, having a DD. But like that is quintessential in Canada um, because there's no other options. You can't walk, you know, you can't uh, catch public transit because our cities are so sprawled out. You know, you're either in a cab or something um, or, or you know, getting a DD. Anyways, I kind of lost the plot here. Um, my next bullet point for why people drive places is just like the safety aspect of biking and walking. So um, I probably have a negative interaction with a motor vehicle. And, and I'm not saying I haven't been hit by a car yet. Um, I definitely think it's a it's a when rather than like if. Um, just being in North America. Um, but I probably have a negative interaction with either a driver being way too close to me, you know, passing too closely, um, not stopping for me at a, you know, crossing, stuff like that, at least once a week. Um, 
and that's that's ridiculous um you know cards are very much like a lethal weapon um they're, they're very much like a large you know thing with a lot of power and i'm a very much squishy small human uh, so i'd rather not be hit by them and and i think a lot of people are you know worried about that um they might also be worried about like you know other people in the neighborhood um i would, I would argue that is a, a policing problem um but you know it's, it's easy to argue that uh when you're like sitting in your room recording a podcast versus like you know getting beat up on the side of the road but um in terms of like walking and biking often i feel like cars drive aggressively towards pedestrians and just from my like conversations with co-workers and stuff and people find it weird to like walk places like there's definitely people um in in saskatchewan for sure who like see their use and their aggressive uses of motor vehicle as like a source of pride uh which is very strange and if you're you're talking with a bunch of people who are like yeah i hit cyclists you know which they probably don't or they're hopefully in jail or not driving um or like you know, our literal premier um, killed someone drinking and driving. Shout out to Scott Moe, literally killed someone. Um, you know, it doesn't feel that safe to, to walk. Um, Scott Moe hit another car, not a pedestrian. But uh, you, you, you think about like, oh, should I be walking? And, and when you see cars speeding, um, because like our roads are designed with to be large enough that you that you can speed quite easily in most places you know you kind of wonder should i be should i be out there as a human being um even like walk and this gets into our next bullet point like comfort and feel um oftentimes i'm, I'm walking and like like think think about a parking lot um no one wants to be in a parking lot i've never been in a parking lot and been like Ah, oh, this place doesn't suck. You know, a parking lot is very much like not a place where I feel comfortable. Uh, there's also lots of roads that I need to cross that I don't really feel comfortable uh, crossing. The other day, um, I crossed a road that was two, three, four, five lanes. Five lanes of traffic. Um, and even though I had the green light to walk, I had a lane of traffic, well, two of them, that could potentially turn into me, that I'm literally watching four cars to make sure they see me. Um, and even even standing, you know, on the side of some of these roads is quite loud. Like I often have to walk on side roads or whatever, especially if I'm talking to someone or if I just want to literally hear my music because uh, cars are loud. And that's just like, no, no one wants that vibe. You know, no one wants to be hit by exhaust. No one wants to be splashed by puddles um stuff like that you know it, it's just like not an acceptable way to treat other people um but you know when you're in a car like you don't consider that um my my truck um i i used to be like oh man it's so loud it's so cool now i find like i kind of get annoyed by loud cars because if i'm walking outside and i'm like enjoying the vibes and then i hear a super loud like truck go by i'm like just killed my vibe you know that's uh probably another reason that puts people in cars um accessibility is another reason so if you are not an able-bodied person uh like myself 
I'm very privileged to be able body. I don't have to worry about when there's no sidewalk. I don't have to worry about when there's no, you know, curb or ramp up to a sidewalk. Um, you know, I don't have to worry about uh, people not shoveling their walks, uh, streets not being graded. You know, there's a lot of things like just being able to walk on my two feet uh, and be not super worried about falling. That allows me to walk places that a lot of people don't have access to or just can't, you know? Um, and in, in this, like, I'm going to include, like, time. Obviously, I don't have kids um, at this point. And, you know, outside of my, my one job as a teacher, I'm pretty, uh, pretty like, free. Uh, put this fancy free. So, like, spending the extra time and having the ability and having to sort of not worry about people's walks being unshoveled and stuff like that during the winter or like sidewalks and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty lucky like that. Um, and then finally, my, my last bullet point under this is, is like lob lobbying. Um, like obviously the auto industry has really made it seem that we need cars. Like, you know, the big thing in, a, in a, the United States is like, you know, the automobile brought freedom to people, um, which I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, sure, you can you can get more places, but uh, do you actually feel super free getting there? Um, and and in reality, like, you know, you have your car and uh, here's my conspiracy theory here. You know, you, you have your car. Um, my dad's car is tracked by GPS at all times. Like there's satellite images when he backs up that plays on his screen to just show him the slide. Like you're not able to go wherever you, like you're, you're being tracked. Um, you have to pay, you know, your insurance, which is expensive. Um, there's a good reason for that. Of course, you know, you have to pay for your, uh, you know, government tags. You have to have a government issued like driver's license. Um, so, you, you know, you have to carry that ID um you know like and then you spend so much money on it like you know you have to pay to play gas is expensive like it's it's not uh it's not something like i feel if we found someone like pre-automobile and we we try to like to tell them you know the calculus of like you get this but here's the downside they'd be like no 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 thank you um i'll, I'll stick to not doing that um, but of course, like lobbying has also gotten rid of, um, like it's, it's the reason we have zoning laws the way we are in which you can't just build like a little corner shop on the edge of a block. Um, it's the reason we, so there's our reason for urban sprawl right there. Um, it's part of the reason that our cities are not made with public transit. You know, uh, most major cities in North America used to have streetcars in them. That was just like the way it is. And then, uh, you know, the old the old uh, uh, big three were like, well, if people can take streetcars and buses, they're not going to buy cars. So guess what happened to the streetcars and buses? They're considered like very, you know, non, non-American in, in the American idea. But uh, I, I think that's just too bad. Um, so now that I've kind of talked about like, Oh man, the world's on fire uh, because we're using cars. Not that I talked about the environmental impact of cars, which is obviously negative. Um, 
like sort of the health and and the money thing i you know the why people drive places let's let's talk about like why you should just walk um that'll be that'll be our next point and then we'll finish off with like what can we do about it all right i like to ask the audience questions knowing that you cannot respond anyways um why why should we walk places um, so all these reasons that I have, and I, and I only have three bullet points here, um, actually all stem to relationships. Um, so the first one is sort of your relationship with yourself or, or your health. Um, I think that improves when you walk. Um, you know, so when I'm obviously going from place to place using my feet, um, I'm using what's uh, not just the bikes, the YouTube channel, which I'll, I'll you know put a link in the description. Uh, talks about the gym of life. So they find in countries where people, you know, walk, bike, um, stuff like that more, people are healthier. And and think about it this way. So if, you know, if you need, um, let's say, an hour of physical activity every day and you have a 20-minute walk to work um, and home, you've actually already done... 40 minutes of your physical movement, you know, your physical activity. So if you think of it like that, um, it's just an all around better health outcome. Um, you know, as well as you're, you're outside, um, stuff like that, you know, you're spending time being you using your body and more steps generally means, you know, better health outcomes. Um, so like you're worth it, you know? You're, you're worth it. Like, don't, don't, you know, treat yourself, you know, poorly by driving everywhere when you can, when you can get out and spend some time in you and with you. Um, I definitely feel like, and this is probably weird to say, but like more human, um, when I walk places, cause I, I, you know, driving a car is such a like unnatural thing, if that makes sense. Um, whereas like, what what's more sort of natural than like moving your body to get yourself to point a point b um and and i really like find that to be a good time um as well as like my mental health i think is a lot better i you know never enjoy timing cars especially like being caught in traffic it just drives me nuts um so like if if i'm caught in traffic like no one enjoys that there's no like song I necessarily want to listen to. Um, it's just like wasted time. You know, it's, it's time that I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, sitting here paying money to wait for other people. Um, and, you know, at least if I'm walking and stopped at like a red light or something, at least I'm not paying for that. Um, you know, sometimes when I'm driving, I just feel like it's literally a red light simulator. So maybe I'm just not lucky. But I feel like I spent all this time, you know, you know, stuck at red lights or looking for a parking spot or something when like I could just walk. And most of the time when I'm walking, I'm like, you know, seeing birds and stuff. I'm like looking at things. It's just a good time. Um, so that sort of gets me into my second point, which is enjoyment. Like I find, you know, if, if I'm driving somewhere, it's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, going to Walmart or something. But if I'm like biking to walmart oh that's an adventure now i enjoy that um sorry when i say walk maybe like you can just in your mind assume bikes go in there as well 
Um, I remember like, uh, in, in Saskatoon, I like biked to the co-op or the Sobeys liquor store once. And I was like, yeah, I'm like biking to, you know, buy, buy beer or whatever. And thinking it was just like the funnest thing and like so weird. Um, and then in the UK that became normalized, but like everything is just such more of an adventure. I find if you're doing it under your own, like human body power, um, and, and I find if you're doing it with someone else, like, sure, you can talk in a car, but I feel like conversation's better when you're walking. I feel like everyone kind of puts their best foot forward um, when you're out there. So stuff like that. And as, as I sort of said, like, you know, relationships uh, to land and others. Like, if you're in a car and you drive by someone, you do not interact with them. But I feel like most times if I see someone on the street, like I'm making eye contact, I might say hi. Um, and then people I see on the street like multiple times, like regularly, you know, for sure. I'm like, oh, hey, you know, how's it going? And, and you know, there might be a little bit of conversation. There's a guy I always walk past um, and he is swatting at black flies. So I was like, oh, man, here, have some bug spray. And, you know, the guy's pretty cool. We, you know, we chat a bit now and, you know, say hi, you know, how, how's your day been? Uh, if we see each other on the way home, like, you know, have a good weekend, stuff like that. And, like, you don't have that type of thing um, in London, I guess, in any major city. But, like, for sure not driving. Um, and, and, like, I know where a bunch of birds have nests and stuff like that because I walk past them every day and I see the bird. Um, you know, I see rabbits, you know, jackrabbits, and I see deer fairly regularly. Like, you know that relationship with uh like the natural world i think is intrinsically rewarding as well as like i'm pretty in tune with the leaves you know um because I, I i'm walking i have this really nice view over like downtown pa and the the forest across the river and, and i was walking i was like man i cannot wait for the leaves to come up come out because they're gonna be so pretty and now i get to see that every day and um you know as much as like I'm very happy and I'm probably going to be the first person to be like, yo, PA's kind of bad. Um, but it's, it's hard for me to hold that world view when I'm like, oh, I have this really nice view I get to see. Um, and I, I think like if you want to value the place you're at, you have to sort of exist in it. And when we're existing in a car, I don't think we're really existing in the world around us. We're really just like sitting in a box until we get to the next location um, but if you're, you know, walking or on a bike, you're kind of forced to interact, um, with the world around you, be it just like with your eyes, um, you know, you like exist in the place, if that makes sense. And you spend a little bit more time there, which I think is important. Um, so, you know, I'd say those are all really good reasons to walk. Um, another reason I, I think, which is a very in not intuitive reason is that the more people who walk um the less cars there is on the road meaning the easier it is to get around for people who need to be on the road so um earlier in this script uh reditioning when i was writing this i was gonna like have a whole section about like how cars are bad um which like you know, I, I could talk about how, like, you know, cars kill X amount of people and stuff like that. And, and I did a little bit. Um, but, you know, some people are never going to be able to walk places. 
you know, some people are always going to need a car, like for businesses, for work. Uh, maybe you're doing transporting for construction or something like that. Uh, maybe, you know, you're in a, a wheelchair or any sort of other accessible accessibility, you know, requirement. Maybe you have four kids under the age of five and you're just like, I'm not, I'm not taking them walking to, you know, Safeway. Like the less amount of cars that are on the road, the easier it is for everyone else who like needs to be on the road. Um, and you know, our roads should be designed, um, to get people from point A to point B in the most efficient way possible. And because, um, you know, we're all like on roads and, and we need roads to get everywhere. They're really like not efficiently designed to get people to point A to point B. They're officially, you know, they're designed um, for people to get on and off of them as well. But I can get into that in a moment. So the final little section I have is like, what can we do? Um, well, highways are necessary. And, and as much as I want to say, like, get rid of highways and just make trains everywhere, uh, which I do, you know, if, if I'm ever premier of Saskatchewan, we're getting fast high-speed rail from, you know, probably La Ronge, uh, linking PA, Saskatoon, and Regina, um, and a dome over Estevan. But those are two entirely different things. But, like, you know, talk to your municipal government. Like, for example, with, with the mall that Safeway's in, like, why is there no sidewalks that there's, there's actually only one sidewalk? Uh, out of the one way you can approach that mall, there's only one place with a sidewalk. The rest is all just like walking over no man's land and into parking lots. So like, why? Um, because the municipal government makes requirements for how many parking um, stalls businesses need. They're one, the ones who run the public transit. Um, and they're the ones who, you know, make the zoning laws, which mean we all need to have our single family homes with the backyard and stuff versus uh, allowing the creation of more apartment buildings, uh, both large and small. Um, not every apartment building needs to be like a, you know, 50 story high rise. Um, you know, some can just be like duplexes, which luckily we have a lot more of, or like fourplexes, or even just, you know, small apartment buildings with uh, maybe only, you know, 20 units in them. That's cool too. Um, vote with your wallet, you know, instead of, instead of spending, you know, so much money on gas and cars, you know, like buy bikes, you know, buy, buy a bike. Um, obviously in Saskatchewan, like there's a little bit of winter and, you know, not everyone wants to fat bike around during the winter. Um, but like use use your money in ways that uh does not support does not support the audio industry um a lot of people are really like um you know pro electric cars but electric cars are to save the auto industry which is to save the current city design that we have which is not you know serving us in my opinion um so as much as sure electric cars are better than gas cars um in some reasons uh but like they're they're not gonna save us from this suburban hellscape that we live in uh the urban sprawl um, another thing is like you know voting voting with your wallet is taking the bus 
Um, it is not spending money. You know, it's it's not uh, it's not upgrading your car maybe as often as as like you know oh you know my car is ten years old, but it still works. You know, stuff like that. It's uh, you know, raising the need for public transit, uh, which is a big like shout out to the municipal government that they need to do better there. And it's a big shout out to the auto industry that like, we don't need you as much. Um, and then just like, you know, normalize other modes of transport. So that means like, you know, using them um, and not maybe having as many stereo, like, you know, negative uh, views of them. Like, you know, that the guy who walks to work isn't weird. Um, he's just, well, I can't really say that. Um, he's not weird for walking to work. You know, he's, he's weird for other reasons. Um, you know, it's, it's not weird that someone takes the bus. Um, that's, they're, they're not doing it necessarily because they're poor, um, which is what no people in North America normally think. Um, you would, you would really think like, um, public transit should be so good and accessible that, you know, rich people want to use them because it's just easier. And, you know, that's one thing I liked about London. It was literally just the easiest way to get around. Um, and I like another, I guess, reason for this is like, I, I always think like London's nightlife would not happen if there wasn't like 24 hour buses in the night too. Like so much of London, uh, going out of London. Well, first of all, you can, there, there's like literally a pub, a stone's throw from every every house. Um, but uh, like, so so much of the people getting together and having a nightlife for like young people is like due to the public transit. Um, and and like, when you're in Saskatoon, for example, which Saskatoon's getting really bad for urban sprawl, the main amount of like young people meet up downtown. Uh, for the clubs and stuff like that. But the more Saskatoon grows, the more that's going to be unaccessible for the average person, meaning all those, like, that whole industry is going to not exist. Um, or it's going to, you know, be not as, well, not as accessible, which means it will eventually not exist. Um, but yeah, like, make it, you know, make it not weird uh, for people to get places. And... Something you could easily do is just walk for groceries and then be like, yeah, I walked for groceries and it was sick. Um, but stuff like that. Um, anyways, I've, I've babbled on long enough here. Um, if you want to know more about like urban design, uh, which is something I've been learning a lot via YouTube, um, the channel Not Just Bikes is really good. And I'll link that in the description. And then... Um, of course, on Reddit, there is a subreddit and it is straight up called fuck cars, um, which I think is a very positive way to see this, um, even though like the the objective is not to remove all cars from the road. The objective is to remove all people who could be doing something else, um, could be getting there a better way. Um, anyways, with that, um, I'll, I'll leave you to enjoy the rest of whatever you're doing and uh i'll talk to you next month um so you know have a good one it's uh we're going into july so um 
you know, only celebrate Canada Day if Canada, the Canadian government's going to do stuff to, like, not, uh, you know, actually value Indigenous people. Um, you know, shout out to all the people who are going to be protesting on Canada Day. And, uh, you know, shout out to me being done the school year. Um, when this goes out, it'll be like my last day of work. Um, funny thing is, this is my third year of my teaching career. And this is the first year, first year I've, you know, done the entire year without any sort of online learning, without any interruption to the children's learning. Um, this is my first year, which is a little wild to think I'm three years into the career. Uh, but I'm looking forward to my summer. Uh, potentially, potentially, uh, you know, I'm doing some travels. Might might see if I, I might get some, you know, actual podcast episodes out of that. Um, maybe maybe because I'll have some extra time. Who knows? Uh, I won't make any promises, so I don't disappoint you. But uh, with that, don't do anything I wouldn't do or haven't done. I want to see you all here next episode.